Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close first with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Gina Naomi Baez with us today. She is a singer, dancer, and actress who has appeared in Netflix's She Gotta Have It, The Big C, and Orange is the New Black. And she starred in the musical Rattlesnake Kate. She is also a two-time thyroid cancer survivor, and she's releasing new singles that will be in her upcoming EP. And we're excited to talk to her about all that. And yeah, so, so welcome to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. <clears throat> it's our pleasure. Yes. You know, last two years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially in entertainment. Oh, definitely. So how has COVID affected what you do, and what have you done to get through this? Oh my goodness. Well, yes, the entertainment industry was definitely at kind of a standstill, especially live entertainment. So like live shows and live theater. Um, so I was, you know, I started really focusing on things that I could do at home um, to be creative. And so I started um, really focusing on songwriting and releasing music and, you know, making music videos. And I also was really focusing on auditioning for TV and film mm -hmm. um, and, you know, taking some act, some more acting classes and just really oh, wow. getting, getting in that mode. Well, the acting classes were on the internet, obviously on zoom and yeah. stuff, but oh, yeah. um, you know, but it's different to do every single audition on tape and on zoom. It's very, it's a different world that we live mm -hmm. in now. So it was a way of like transitioning, I guess, into that. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I also was writing parodies about COVID because I just, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so because um, I I am a lover of musical theater. That's my love, my um and Broadway. And so I just took a bunch of Broadway songs and rewrote them if the characters were going through COVID and everything. And <laughs> some of them, yeah, and people really enjoyed them. So that was a fun way to also just you know be distracted and create and use art during a really hard time. Yeah, it's like with yeah. us, we launched this show January of 2020, so a couple months before COVID yes. started. And our original plan was maybe 100 interviews first year. We thought if we could do that, be a great foundation, and then yeah. COVID happens. And I'm watching everything get shut down. I told Sandy, I was like, you know, for a new show, this might be our time to shine because people like you are going to need a place to chat. And we're yeah, going to exactly. give it to you. And because <laughs> of that, we did over 300 interviews in 2020 and we're over 500 now that's incredible well i'm very honored to be here and be one of the interviews well we're proud to have oh, you here yeah. so you know a lot of people would ask when did you know you wanted to become an actress but i like to go deeper to that when did it click that the entertainment world could be a career oh, wow so i guess it clicked when i was around 14, 15 years old, um, when I was going through cancer for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that kept me going was the art and thinking mm -hmm. yeah. and acting and Broadway and all that. And like that really helped me get through. And I was like, wow, like this is so powerful. And if this can, if this is what it like got me through such a hard time, I want to do that for the rest of my life oh, and give wow. that to other people. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, that was where it clicked. I was just, that's, this is what I want to do. And yeah. 
Yeah, Sandy's a cancer survivor. I, I can relate to that. I had cancer at 19, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. And music. Oh, you had the same. Uh, music and entertainment definitely helped me get through that time. So I can definitely oh relate to you. Yeah. Well, and, they, and they told her she could never, she probably, because of the kind of chemo and how long it was they had to go through, they told her that she'd probably never have kids and we got two. Yep. Eight oh months of chemo. God bless you. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you're okay and like thriving. That's oh, amazing. And that you're the same to you as well. Yeah, because so, how long now? Wow. It was meant to be that we did this interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's been like 20, 25 years now. Yeah, 25 her. years. Yeah, 25. survivor now. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you know, that's what we like to have on our show is the stories. Because, yes, again, you know, stories. a lot of people mm -hmm. will just talk about the great stuff and all of this. And that's great. We do that, mm -hmm. too. But I want mm -hmm. the raw stories, the struggles, the sacrifices. Oh, absolutely. Because as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in everything you do, but they don't see that side of it. And I always want to talk about that, yeah. too. So, so let's start with the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where you are today in the entertainment world. And then we'll add on that after that about what you had to go through for cancer. Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <I'm a> start. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, okay. So I started obviously like throughout high school and everything, singing, acting, dancing, taking voice lessons, all that stuff. And then I went to college for musical theater. Um, and so that was like my main goal to be on Broadway um, oh, and wow. uh, yeah. yes, yeah, so I, so after college, I got an agent, started auditioning a lot for Broadway and tours, regional theater, all that, um, was like, got a couple jobs and stuff. Um, but then I guess where it all changed for me was my agent asked me if I wanted to, if I wanted to audition for TV and film. And at first I was so just focused on Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. I was, that's what I want to do. Um, but then I was like, yeah, why not? Why not try it out? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. honestly, it was just a, like about maybe a half a year of auditioning for TV and film as well. And that's where I landed Orange is the New Black. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. then working on that show, I kind of just realized like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like this is this is a world that I never really thought that I could even be a part of. And then I was like, wow, like I can do this too. Um, and yeah, and then I just got really, I just got really into, you know, finding like the love and the acting more and the craft and all that. So I was really focusing on auditioning for TV film a lot too. And then I, I don't know where to go from there. So then, <laughs> for you guys. Well, what, so, what's been some of the sacrifices you've had to make to do this? Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like I have so many sacrifices. I mean, I am, I feel like my brain is constantly saying what's next, what's next. And I'm also like hungry mm -hmm. for, for something. So I feel like I'm constantly working. So I'm not really the person that wants to go out and like party or something with my mm -hmm. friends and everything. Like I'm, I'll be like, no, actually I'm going to go home and like write this song or like do this audition or 
memorize these lines. So mm -hmm. I, so I make sure that I have this audition. So I feel like it's a lot of my social life. I feel like I've sacrificed. I mean, I've sacrificed a lot of family events. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like I've, I've unfortunately done a couple music. I was in contracts for musicals, doing a musical, and every for two of them, um, someone passed away in my family. Oh, close. Wow. And mm -hmm. I unfortunately could not make the funeral and everything, which sucks. Um, yeah. yeah, one week ago, my dad passed away. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. So thanks. We've been dealing with that. Yeah. Uh, pieces of that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean to be an actor, it's like the show must go on kind of you right. know um, idea. And yeah. um it's hard, but I honestly wouldn't have it eat like any other way. Like I know what I signed up for. And mm. yeah. Because yeah, I think that's the part that a lot of people who are not in the entertainment industry don't understand. You know, they they have this nine to five job, and nothing wrong with that if that's what they love. Yeah. But as a creative yeah. person, you feel boxed in on that, so you have to go outside that box to do this, and then they you don't have understand. To do what you, you know? love what your and then is. Uh. they don't understand. You know, they can call you up and set that date with you, and then all of a sudden you get this call saying you have to audition. Well, exactly. guess what? You have to go because yeah. that could be the big break. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's like, you never know. So I'm, I'm always like, people are always like, oh, you want to make plans? I'm like, yeah, but just in case, <laughs> like, right. just FYI, like, if I get an audition or something or I have to make a tape and then I'm going to do that because this is mm -hmm. what, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I chose to do. So that comes yeah, first. That's and we've learned that too because I mean we you start the show started out as just up and coming country artists and then we moved it into music and now evolved to entertainment in general. But with, with the artists, it was a little different than with the actors and actresses. One, one thing that we've learned with actors and actresses is just because you have them booked doesn't mean it's gonna happen because again, yeah, you know, all of a sudden that um, they get that call, and of course they can't do your show because they, that could be the break. I mean, again, you don't yeah, want to. That you could don't, be the life changing yeah. role. And even if you already have life changing roles, you don't want to be the actor actress that turns down roles. Right. Exactly. Not exactly. granted. If you're Steve Harvey or someone like that, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, uh, Tyler Perry and all of them. You know, you, you know Brad Pitts. You, you can turn down whatever you want. Yeah. But until you get there, you're like you have to take. You have to at least go to the audition. Exactly. Never turn down, never say no. Just, you know, keep making the connections, keep working hard, show up on time, prepared, like all that stuff. Yeah, because connections really when it comes to, and, you know, they say this in the business world, but I think in the entertainment world, it's even more important is connections is everything. Yep. They can make or break your future. And, 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 the, and the connections will happen. One thing we've learned by watching so many people and interviewing so many people is, is you might make a connection today that all of a sudden is the connection that helps you go somewhere three years from now. Exactly. And, and it's just a crazy world that that is. <laughs> mm -hmm. That all of a sudden they're in that position of power and they remember you and like, oh, I want her on this show. And now you got the biggest break of your life. Oh, uh, so, yes. So, you know, I've seen that. So let's switch gears a little bit. 
and <clears throat> go to the okay. cancer. What was, you know, because me and her talked about her having cancer. So I kind of get a little bit of in this area. But what was the moment when they said it? How did you feel? What was some things you were going through? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I I was 12 years old when I was diagnosed. Oh, wow. That's very young. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was very shocking. But at the same time, I don't know why. Like, it, it wasn't. I wasn't like hysterically crying or anything. It was more of yeah. just like taking it in. You and were like, I got of, this. Yeah. yeah. And like kind of confused. And then <laughs> I just remember the doctors were so nice and they were, they just kept saying like, this is like 99.8% curable. Like you're mm-hmm. going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So like, I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Like this is, you know, um, I don't know. And I always just tried to have a really positive outlook. I was yeah. 12. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the strength came from at 12, but wow. I just you was know, like very tough about it. Um, oh, that helps yeah. get you through. Yeah. The positive yeah. attitude, I think definitely helps you get through it. And Sandy yeah. was telling me that one of her pet peeves during that time was everybody had sympathy for you yeah and they would go over and overboard sometimes (laughs) it was appreciated i definitely appreciated the concern and everything from everyone but i just turned 19 at that time i sort of wanted to be treated as an independent adult not just someone who was going through cancer no yeah totally understandable i get that yeah i guess for me it was like a little different because I guess it was more like my, maybe like my parents that got the sympathy more where, yeah. where for me, for me, it was like the, the friends around like all that were younger than me. They didn't really get, understand what was going on yeah. or, if, or, or mm-hmm. if they did understand it would be awkward or like some friends were really supportive, but then some friends yeah. like didn't know how to react because they were young. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's like, what's going on, you know? And yeah. Um, also, some people that weren't nice in school, but that's because they were like now, because I'm older and wiser, I I realized that they were just they didn't know how to deal with the situation. So yeah. yes, it, that in terms, it was like bullying or just being mean about things or I mean mm-hmm. I wish that didn't happen, but it was like that that was their way of dealing with it. You yeah. know? So it was like right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone was just super young, like eighth grade. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> middle school. And, and like yeah. high school, so immature. So how long was it before you were cancer-free from the first bout? So I was cancer-free when I was 14, to, about to turn 15. So I had yeah. a quinceanera, and my quinceanera was given to me by Make-A-Wish. Oh, wow. So that, that was like my celebration of survival and wow. um, yeah. that, so that's a I long time that. yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what point was it that where the second bout came because that you know again here it is you're free you oh. think you know yeah um so actually for the past almost five years i was i had a lump on my neck by my mm-hmm. thyroid and um, I would go to the doctor and they said it was just a thyroid nodule, 
which okay. was like very common and they're like it's fine yeah. um and then it just kind of kept growing bigger and i would get it biopsied every um six months and okay. they said it was benign so there was no cancer so i was just kind of leaving it there because i'm a singer and it's and, I, and i'm an actor i use my voice and when you get your thyroid taken out, it's very, it's a very risky surgery for your oh. vocal cord nerves and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. So I was yeah. very I was very hesitant to get it removed. But then it got oh, to the wow. point where it was so big, it was very obvious. And oh, wow. so then it was the pandemic. And oh, during that there time. wasn't really any like live like singing things going on. So I was like, you know mm -hmm. what? This is the time to do it if I'm gonna do mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. Yes. So I kind of just took the leap, found a surgeon that I trusted to hopefully like save my voice and you know take the care that it needs. Um, and mm -hmm. I got my thyroid finally removed. And um, thank God I did because then wow. when they did test it, it was cancer. Wow. So I, so I literally, I don't know why it like why I need to get like why I chose to get it out. It was just something like my gut feeling telling me to get it out. And right. I'm so just, in a way, the pandemic saved your life. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> everything slowed down to where you're like, you know what, if if there's any time to do this, now's the time. Yeah, because I was always hesitant because, you know, Broadway auditions and those dreams those auditions come really fast and it could change in a second. So I was always hesitant, like, Oh, like what if I do the surgery? And then it's like, I, then I get all the, all these auditions and I can't sing or perform to the level yet mm -hmm. um, that they, that they would expect. So I was always just really hesitant about doing it, but yeah, since everything was shut down, I was like, okay, yeah. like this is it, like, this is the time. And, um, and it took me like a good, six six months to like retrain my voice because oh, wow. my voice you know i it was basically like starting from wow. scratch oh wow. Um, oh wow yeah so i did like a lot of vocal therapy afterwards and then kind of relearned how to sing um and yeah just things are meant to be because now i'm doing a musical a world premiere musical and singing eight shows a week so what is yeah. your status right now with all that um, with, I'm sorry, with, with the cancer. Oh, so they, they are, they were really confident that they removed all of it. So oh, it was, it was a matter of months to see if the thyroid globulin levels decreased because that would mean that it's definitely gone. Mm -hmm. So it was a couple months of like waiting to see if I had to do any more treatment. Right. Um, but luckily, like. The levels have been perfect. Like they're great and they're confident that they got it. And now I just have to, you know, do an ultrasound every six months to make sure that nothing is happening or growing or, yeah. Cause you know, again, you never know what's when, what story's going to come out on our show and you know when when we find out that people have cancer you know we try to relate to the people that are because again she's had cancer and all that too as you know but you know again i just love the stories the comeback stories that you know the odds are against you i love those stories yeah mm -hmm. 
So tell us a, a few of your wow moments. We talked about the st- sacrifice, the struggles and all that, that you've been through. Let's go the other way and let's um, talk about some of your wow moments that you've had. Wow moments. Okay. So first wow moment has to be just right now, right here. Um, what I'm working on now, because oh, wow. I, I, when we opened Rattlesnake Kate, this show, I was so nervous about honestly using my voice and it holding up. It, it was almost like I didn't, there was a part of me that didn't trust it, even though I should mm. trust it and I worked really hard to to bring my voice back. There was still that little voice in me that was like, you're not like, this isn't gonna, like you're not gonna be able to do like eight shows a week and you're not gonna have the stamina. And so, but just to be, just to, be doing the show every day and you know I'm just not taking any moment for granted like I'm so grateful every day I can get on stage um not only because I mean everyone feels that way because of the pandemic and mm-hmm. this is like their first time back on stage but for me it's like a double meaning wow and it honestly the first show after the show with the audience like clapping I was like holy I was like oh my god like I'm it's I'm Down here, here. Yeah, yeah, doing this. Oh, wow. and so that definitely is like the first one right now that's on my mind. Um, and then, <laughs> um, second wow moment has to be just working with Spike Lee. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just booking that role and going to set and being directed by him and just. It, just being in that environment was such an incredible experience. And I wish I could go back to it every day or like travel back. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm so grateful for that. And he taught me a lot in the days that I was on set and just observing him and the way he works and the way everyone else works around him. It was something that I will never forget. So he works really hard. Huh? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think I think that's the part that again, you know, everybody sees the on-screen people or what the media portrays people as, but they exactly. don't see all the behind the scenes that goes on and mm-hmm. the work ethic it takes. You know, mm-hmm. you, you think an actor they get up there and they do their thing for sixty minutes, an hour, but we both know it's like many hours and so much stuff and so much planning, so much this, so much goes wrong, so much goes right. And, you know, it's a never ending thing. And I think that a lot yeah. of the public, because they don't get to see the behind the scenes, they don't get to really taste what it's like, really like for someone like you. Yeah, I think a lot of people think it's very, just very glamorous and very just like show up and do your thing and then leave. Yeah. And, and it's like not, it's not, it's like constant, like even here. I'm doing the show. I'm talking to you guys in the north. Like I woke up, put on some makeup, like got ready to talk to you guys. You know, I'm going to make audition tapes before my show. Then I go to the show, have to warm up, have to warm up my body, have to, you know, go over the lines, make sure like there's so many, there's so much hard work that goes into it. It's not just show up. and you know like they say it takes a village in our opinion the team behind y'all never get any love on our show they get a little love so take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are 
Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know. Like, what do you, I don't, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm talking from like some of your PR people to agents to oh. just anybody that helps you. Yeah, you support. Because <laughs> they, they know, you know, they're behind the scenes. They do mm -hmm. all this work, but nobody yeah. never recognizes them. Yeah. And on our show, they get recognized. Oh, this is amazing. Okay. So I have to say, um, well, my managers right now, they really believe in me and they just have this faith in me that sometimes I don't even have like this faith in myself. <laughs> so I'm just really grateful for that. And I'm also grateful because like I am Latina and I really want to do Broadway and musical theater. And I've really spoken to them about how I want to do the roles and get like do the auditions for the roles that maybe like I would I wouldn't normally play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just and they've been really open to that and have, you know, been really trying to like push for me to just not play like a Latina because mm -hmm. I don't want to just be in that box. Like I want to do other things. Yeah. Um, which oh, like I'm I'm so proud to be Latina and to portray mm -hmm. that in, in entertainment. But at the same time, I just love to do like more traditional roles or something sure. that like breaks breaks down the walls and everything. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that is great. Um I mean, I don't know what else to say. So I mean I do have also a social media manager and she's amazing and she helps me, you know, really manage all of my channels and mm -hmm. helps me, you know, create the music videos, especially on YouTube and is just always there to support and you know get the do the photos do the TikToks, do that that there's so many things and whenever i have a crazy idea i will tell her and about it and she will just be like that's not cr that crazy you gotta always but, have people like that behind you do. that believe yeah. in you like that it's because because i've heard we've heard so many people they say that you know they're first agents and first people that got behind them a little bit sometimes was like, well, I want you to go in this direction. And they're like, well, I yeah. want to go in this direction. And you know, you gotta yeah. have that, you gotta have people on your team that believes in your vision, not their vision. Yes, yeah, supporters. And I totally, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I've kind of just been like, if someone when if someone says something like that to me, um, I just know already gut feeling, I'm like, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> I got too much going on. Like yeah. I have too many, um, I have too much ambition, like, you know, um, and I'm trying to think of, I just want to like give a shout out to like, I guess everyone that's doing this musical too, like backstage, mm -hmm. like all the stage management and like, even um, like I have this amazing guy, Jerome, who's my wig dresser. So he oh, quick wow. changes me. He quick changes me every show, eight shows a week out of like in and out of wigs and we, we do six, six different wig changes out like in and out just oh, act wow. two and like he's there all the time like and he works so hard and just like those people like they deserve so much recognition the audience doesn't see all the work that goes behind like backstage and everything um like mm -hmm. that so i'm so appreciative like just that whole team of this show and everyone behind the scenes there too. 
Love that. You know, yeah. speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our 10-year-old. Yes, we do. We have come on to ask a couple questions. So Sandy's going to go get, get him. Yes. <laughs> and we've got a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we are a family oh, affair. Yes. <laughs> so what's kind of next for you while we're waiting for him to come in? My goodness. Well, I am currently working on a few projects, which I have written so i've written a couple scripts that i am hoping to make you know just get out there in the world or you know workshop them in some way um because i also have ambitions of being a producer and all that so i i'm kind of working on that and then i'm also i have an another ep coming out so i've been releasing singles slowly to lead up to the ep and i'm really excited for this ep because it's very just raw and emotional and it's kind of written about when i was going to cancer the first time when i was younger um it's titled janita which means like little gina so it's kind of just all these feelings that i've written about um from when i was little to now and how that feels. Hi. Hi, Gina. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Sushi. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is pizza. Yes. Pizza's really great too. I think that's a close second. That and macaroni and cheese. Yeah, and he would eat all day long pizza if we gave it to him. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I don't blame you. It's pretty good. Okay, so what's your TV show movie? Oh my goodness. Okay, so favorite movie is Funny Girl. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's with Barbara Streisand. You should check it out. <laughs> um, favorite TV show. Ooh, sorry. I think I have to go with Seinfeld. Nah, it's a good classic. It's What's so your... great. <laughs> um, my, my favorite TV just and my favorite movie is Dominions. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the minions, they've really created such a strong, even our three-year-old, if we're in a mall, she's got to go in a store that has a minion in it. I know. They're like really, really popular. They're also really cute and they're really funny. (laughs) Yep. Bye, thanks. Okay, bye. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Yeah, he's been on most of the shows. He's not been on every show, but he's been on almost every show. 98%. And usually when he's not on, it's either he's sick or the guests had to leave early. Had to unexpectedly leave early. But we yep, had a, other than that, you, you, like, you, you know, you just never know. All of a sudden there's that emergency and you're in the middle of an interview, but it's, you've got to cut it. And that's fine. So if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play? Ah, <laughs> um. So wait. So do you mean? I guess music, like Broadway shows. Or Either way, you, you, Either your way. choice. Yeah, your choice. Oh my goodness. Well, oh, this is so hard. Cause I don't. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to go with. I would love to be in a film or TV show. Co-starring with Kate Winslet, I think. Uh, she's 
one of my, I just love her. She's an incredible actress. I think her work ethic is incredible. And oh my God, that would be what the dream. Role, I what what role, role would you want her to play and you to play? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> best friends or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, best be friends fun. and we get into some drama that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like stepsisters, stepsisters, mm -hmm. something like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So of the roles that you have played, what's been your hardest role? Ooh, hardest role. Ooh. Um, I think it has to be. Hardest role, I guess, would say Marisol in She's Gotta Have It because oh. it was a lot of preparation and I was so, I, I was so nervous. I'm going to be honest. I was so nervous and um, I just knew I had to be like on my game 24-7 and I wanted to make a good impression and oh, yeah. so but all these, all these emotions, all these feelings, like it was a great experience but at the same time like it was just a lot of, like hard work and showing mm -hmm. that 4am like, 4am calls and wow. um and making sure you know your lines and you better be memorized but also <laughs> listen to the because, because you have to improv sometimes and yeah you have to do that and you know so because if spike says improv you improv <laughs> oh yes yeah <laughs> i had to be like come here yeah. So did, did he get some great scenes from improving? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> oh wow. Yes. <laughs> so what's been your most fun role to play? Ooh. Oh, I have to say, I guess Esmeralda in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, oh yeah. because I just love I love that role. I love the woman she is. I love the music. I love Disney. I'm obsessed with Disney. So, and I was always obsessed with the movie when I was younger. So to get mm -hmm. the chance to actually play that role and sing those songs was amazing and so much fun. And uh, I would, I would do it a million more times. Wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so what are your plans for the next five years? Next five years, I'm going to be a producer, a director. I'm definitely going to be in a like more TV and I'm going to be on Broadway. So love that. Lots of plans. Yeah, you you cool. gotta have plans and goals because yeah. without that you'd go nowhere anyway. Um, yep. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. let's look further down the road and let's say you're we're 15 years there and you're a okay. success on a grand scale. The person you are today, what do you hope you'd never forget? I hope to never forget to be kind mm -hmm. and I... to treat everyone with respect and just know that everyone has, you know, everyone's going through something. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a story and to just always be humble and like remember that. That, you know, we're all just human. We're all just working towards the same goals to do what you love and to be happy and to have a fulfilling life. And yeah. I always want to remember that I never want to be the villain in someone's story or, you know, I, I just always want to respect others and 
Yeah. Love that. I love that. What are some sources of inspiration for you? Sources of inspiration. Wow. Um, well, I guess source of inspiration for me is just seeing others succeed, I guess. Cause I know that yeah. if in, in seeing others succeed and, and get what they have been working towards, I know that like it's possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and that if, you know, if you just put in the work and just, um, persist and just keep going that you're going to get there one day. So that is definitely inspiration to me. I'm also inspired by like other survivors, like cancer survivors, especially in the industry. Um, mm -hmm. Like uh, Mandy Gonzalez, who is in Hamilton. Like she, she is starring in Hamilton and she had breast cancer and was still starring in Hamilton. Like oh, while she was wow. That's wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah, like that really inspires me. Um, so those kind of stories too, and just like really strong women, especially just anyone who's done like not only like not only been a performer, but someone who's like produced like our uh, Reese Witherspoon, like all those people. Mm -hmm. um, Barbara Streisand, you know, she directs, she produces, she does it all. Tours, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, those. Those kind of people really inspire me. And yeah. I think what else? Ooh, this is so mm -hmm. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also really inspired by traveling. Like I just love traveling oh, and, yeah. and just, um, which I kind of, I really missed it during the pandemic. Um, Cause I'm, mm -hmm. I love, I love to travel. So when I travel, me I just too. feel like I learn so much. Too. Yeah. And you just observe you can observe so much and just so many different cultures and so many different ways of life and so, so much beauty and and I just love it. Um, that's awesome. another inspiration. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the entertainment industry? What would you like to be known and remembered for? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, this is such a great question. What would I like to be known and remembered for? I guess I'd love to be known as, you know, a strong woman that never gave up and mm -hmm. um, never took no as a no. And just mm -hmm. always, yeah, and just always like, always found a way to make a place for herself. I love that. Love so as it. we start to close out here, if somebody's yeah. watching and they want to do what you do, what advice would you give them? I would say be ready to work really hard and also and be ready for a lot of no's and a mm. lot of people that might not <laughs> believe in you. Mm. But you have to find those, you know, like my dad used to say you can only count like the people you can trust on your hands. Like, so you have to find like those people, those five people or those people that are going to lift you up and that are going to support you. And you also just have to find it in yourself. And I feel like you have to, you have to find the love for yourself. Like you have to love yourself in a way yeah. um, because you're the one that's going out there and you're putting yourself out there. So you have to believe yeah. in yourself or no one else will. 
Absolutely. I love that because yeah. again, we've learned, uh, you know, there's so much to, when you're in an entertainment business, a lot of people don't realize this, you know, I believe that if I would have known what it took when we first launched this show, I don't know <laughs> if I would have launched this show, <laughs> but we didn't know. <laughs> so so uh, now we're like 500 interviews and in we love it, and we and love we'll it, it and they quit to make it work. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, but again, you know, it's one of them things where if, if somebody would have sat down and said, this is what it takes to build a successful show. I might would have questioned my sanity <laughs> launching. But you didn't know what you didn't know. So but, but at the same time, I would have, I've always tried to beat the odds anyways. I'll probably say, you know what? Let's do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, we really enjoyed having we you on did. this show. Today. This was and, fun. We, and we look forward to having you back down the road for updates. Yes, definitely. This has been amazing. Thank you for having me. It's definitely been our oh, pleasure. Yes. Thank you for your time today. You have a great day. Have a good one. Yeah, you guys too. Bye. Bye.